Okay, good morning, everyone. So I'm really glad to see you all uh, this morning. Um, I'm really grateful to God for this opportunity to share my faith with you. Um, again, um, I'm not a preacher, not a theologist, so I will not come back with the the historical fact that which is not known to you. But uh, I always love to share what I learned from the Bible. Um, today morning, this morning also, I like to uh, discuss two simple points with you. What I learned. Maybe it will be helpful each one of us. Uh, before start, I like to pray. Dear Lord Almighty, Father in heaven, Lord, uh, we are so grateful to you. Though we were born in different place and different nation, but uh, this point in time, you put all all of us together as a single family to know you, to meditate you, to glorify you, God. Even this time, God, we submit in your uh, presence, God, um, as David was praying. Please open uh, open my eyes so that I can see the wonderful things in your law. Even this time, God, we submit in your feet. Please uh, uh, help us to understand the secret, understand the purpose you given in your scriptures. Whenever we read, we meditate. Thank you for everything. I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 So um, we all know that God has called us for uh, uh, life, live a life to the full. But many times it's really difficult to uh, feel that way. Uh, I just wanted to set us some background um, on what does mean to be uh, live a life to the full and uh, what has been expected. And first things like we all aware that um, we all been privileged to be uh, children of God. Amen. And uh, being a children of God, we've been blessed to have many things in this earth. God has given a lot of promises. I like my wife to read some of the promises so that uh, it can be helpful for our discussion. So let's see what are the um, promises God has given while we are living in this earth. Uh, let's read Jeremiah chapter 29, 11. For I, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. Amen. Then continue John 10 and 10. The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. Also could you read Mark 9 and 23 as well. If you can, said Jesus, everything is possible for him who believes. Amen. So these three scriptures really talking about a kind of a summary, like whatever we need in this earth today and how we can live a, a complete life in God. And uh, not only the life we live in this earth, God has given some promises. And also he has given the promises to the life yet to come in our life. Let's see a few more scriptures, uh, what we are receiving from God. James chapter uh, 1 verse 12. 
Blessed is the man who perseveres under trial, because when he has stood the test, he will receive the crown of life that God has promised to those who love him. Matthew 5 verse 12 Rejoice and be glad, because great is your reward in heaven. For in the same way the, they persecuted the prophets who were before you. In 1 Corinthians chapter 2 verse 9. However, as it is written, No eye has seen, no ear has heard, no mind has conceived what God has prepared for those who love him. Amen. So these three scriptures really talking about when we live a life uh, according to God's will, what will be receiving it after our, our earthly life. So I just uh, wanted to set this background like as a children of God, what has been privileged? I mean, what is what is the privilege has been given to us to live a life in this earth and also the life yet to come. I'm sure any privilege will not come freely. So it also has some it carries some responsibility or it expects certain things to do. Being a Christian, being a child, children of God, not only we have been uh, given privilege to enjoy the life in this earth and the earth life yet to come, also God is expected to do certain responsibilities. Yes, there are two main uh, responsibility God has uh, given to the disciples. One is serve the needy. Uh, then we will read few more scriptures. Bear with me. This is just for a background to understand uh, the scriptures, and then we will go to the main point. Uh, uh, Galatians chapter five, verse thirteen and fourteen. You, my brothers, were called to be free, but do not use your freedom to indulge the sinful nature. Rather serve one another in love amen so first uh, peter chapter 4 verse 10 each one should use whatever gift he has received to serve others faithfully administering god's grace in its various forms and proverbs 19 17 He who is kind to the poor lends to the Lord, and he will reward him for what he has done. Amen. So these three things God is um, uh, talking about, how do we need to help one another and also meet the needs of the needy people around us. And um, then the second responsibility, the major one, what God is expecting from a disciple to save the lost. Uh, let's read one one scripture. We know that uh, we have gone through many scriptures. Just for a reminder, I wanted to keep this uh, mass, uh, scripture. Matthew 22 verse 18 to 20. Sorry, Matthew 8, 28 verse 18 to 20. Then Jesus came to them and said, said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, 
go and make disciples of all nations baptizing them in the name of the father and of the son and of the holy spirit and teaching them to obey everything i've commanded you and surely i am with you always to the very end of the age amen, amen. so uh, we can clearly see being a children of god we are privileged to have a different life in this earth and a life yet to come and also given a clear responsibility when we are being a disciple what needs to be done from our side and um, definitely this privilege and responsibility goes in hand in hand we cannot we cannot say that i will enjoy my privilege but i will not do my responsibility even if you notice um, even uh, this lockdown uh, duration uh, lockdown period also a uh, lot of service staffs like nhs and fire service they've been given a privilege when they wanted to buy something from the shop they were given a different time they were able to go and come but you, you can see that also they have a responsibility to serve the nation even this this difficult time similarly uh, as a disciple if you wanted to really enjoy a privilege if you want to really be effective in your christian christian life we also need to fulfill our responsibility that is that is what we are going to see today so this all the scriptures all this terminology we are well versed with that definitely it's all known to us and i'm just setting this as a background but what are, what is the point i wanted to uh, uh, share in this morning this is the two one the first one is what is stopping us to feel the fullness of god though god has given many promises in our life why are we not able to feel the fullness of god so what is stopping us i like to share what happened in my life and what i learned so the first things when you wanted to really feel the fullness of god you need to be happy if you are not be happy in your christian life definitely you will one or the other way you will be, be feel bored and some point in time you will not be able to continue so rejoice in the lord this is a term everybody like it including me i also i also liked it i wanted to be happy Every, i mean as everybody like to be happy so the year 2003 i decided uh, one of my resolution was i wanted to be happy all the time so uh, i really prayed every day and uh, we all know that uh, 2003 uh, even the church wise we had a lot of challenge challenging situation but uh, my a uh, desire was i wanted to be happy all the time whatever happens around me i wanted to be happy i was keep praying for it but believe me that is the year i really struggle a lot almost it was cross 6 month i i couldn't see any goodness uh, any good things in my life uh, there are two incident happened uh, uh, that time i was uh, working in samsung electronics and also i was doing my part time b so one day i went to the exam and uh, i was late so i just hurry uh, hurry went there i took my uh, question paper and answer sheet i uh, there only the last row was left i went back and then i sat and started writing so uh, the, by that time uh, my uh, principal was uh, walking beside the hall and then he noticed uh, the guy who uh, sitting next to me he was copying from the answer sheet i mean he, he brought a piece of uh, a piece of uh, answer sheet and then he was copying in his uh, paper and then he went and informed the the mentor some uh, the guy who was sitting in the last row 
he is copying it and uh, actually the that hall had a four rows i was sitting from other side of second row and this guy was copying from this side of the wall second row so he wrongly uh, understood uh, the second row he directly came to me he asked me whether you have uh, any bit with you and are you copying anything i said no then suddenly he looked into my uh, the table draw and he found a bunch of xerox copies and i was shocked i don't know what to say i said i haven't do that but he he just uh, pulled my answer sheet and he took me uh, to the uh, the main uh, main area and in front of everyone everyone he was really shouting at me the principal was accusing me i was really humiliated i was i was keep on saying i haven't done that the problem is the guy who was sitting in front of me he was uh, he brought the paper inside but none of them was sitting in the back so he kept the uh, the copies inside the drawer while he going you can pick it up unfortunately i chose that table and sat it now i got it i i got i i was caught by them and the guy who was uh, actually copying uh, beside me he was silent so i i i'm trying to prove myself but uh, no one was uh, interested to hear and they suspended me from the college and they took me to the lot of discussion actually that was really difficult time for me i uh, three months salary i have to pay for my semester exam so that is how i was studying in that situation i have to discontinue my uh, engineering it was really painful this is not a big thing for uh, uh, in, in 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 college life i mean most of, many people they did it and they've been caught and they just want and leave it even they they would have uh, left me if i would have accept that if i apologize i'm sorry i have have done since i have not done i'm a disciple i cannot lie so i was keep on saying no it is really irritated them they took me very serious took that very serious and and the point and they asked me to not to come to the college and it was a really humiliation for me all my friends knows it and then my colleague is also workplace they keep on asking because i was doing in the part time every 6 o'clock 6 to 9 i have to go people have started asking me why are not going then i have to say the truth but no one is believing it so i was really disturbed in my mind why why, why it has happened to me i have not done anything why i am going through this kind of pain at the same time in a few days uh, there uh, in my workplace there is another issue happened the so one customer had a samsung monitor and then due to the power leakage the capacitor is bursted and it damaged the cabinet as well he filed the case with the case in the court and it has escalated to the high level and the, since we are the service provider they ask us to provide the service and then replace the cabinet and that was a old model so it was outdated model we couldn't find it my manager tried along and then he found one of his friend had the monitor and he brought that just for the cabinet he bought the monitor and brought, uh, brought it to me so i was cleaning it i didn't realize that i touched the thinner which you mix with the paint while we were mixing the paint it just uh, wipe out the logo we don't know what to do it it was a crucial moment my manager came in and he took the cabinet if you he threw on the floor it it broken into pieces and he said i don't want to see him inside the room it was really humiliating again and i went outside the office i was standing i was praying god did i not ask you for a happiness why i have to go through such a painful scenario i was really struggling to understand what is mean by rejoice in the lord by the time only i uh, uh, the life of paul really helped me and let let's read roman chapter 
verse 35 to 39 i was i was really confused with what is being joyful what is being rejoice in the lord let's read roman chapter 8 verse 35 to 39 who shall separate separate us from the love of christ shall trouble or hardship or persecution of a mine or nakedness or danger or sword so in this scriptures he was saying there are so many things which we think that are very important for our life like food cloth and a lot of things he is talking about our daily needs but he is saying even if you don't have anything of this you will not be able to separate from love of god i was really keep on going through this message what i understand when god saying rejoice in the lord he he you will not expect uh, something which is not possible from human and then second time he is saying rejoice in the lord always again i'd say rejoice so he, when he repeatedly saying it is possible but why i am not able to happy i was going through this and then i was going uh, i was meditating paul's life then i get a clear picture rejoice in the lord doesn't mean i should be successful in my worldly life it doesn't mean that what i have it doesn't mean what i earned it doesn't mean what whether people are uh, accusing accusing me or uh, praising me it's not about praise or uh, ashamed from the people it's purely relationship with god that clarity was really helping me to be understanding understand what is meant to be rejoice in the lord that is the reason paul is able to say here whatever goes away he he wanted to be with god's uh, christ love another scripture he say he is ready to lose anything for sake of christ love so that really giving a, a given a clear a clear indi- indication for me my joy not supposed to be uh, dependent on the things what what i see in this world definitely there are many things can give you happiness if you buy a car you, can, you will be happy you buy a new house you will be happy if you win a match you will be happy you've been gifted something you will be happy you will be, if you are successful in your office you will be happy there are so many things in good things and the bad things as well give again give a happiness but it cannot everlasting but when you started to enjoy a life rejoice in the lord no one can take your joy away from you so that is what i understood what is mean to be live a life to the full so another another things like this is the way i have started my you know, uh, the uh, uh, when i was single it, it all happened and then i really enjoyed i never after that i was really confident um, i don't worry about anything even if i don't have food i don't have to worry so it was really joyful and then uh, 2008 uh, we got married and few years we got uh, two daughters as well um, then the responsibility changed then another cause was for me to stopping me to be happy it's fear i started to fear about many things will i able to take care of my family what if if i lose a, lose a job when i was bachelor it, it was not a problem for me because i can be hunger but now because of me i don't want my the wife or a children to be hunger i can be ashamed in front of anybody but i don't want my wife my children to be ashamed because of me there are so many things i started to worry about it then eventually i lost my joy i i i was more 
got into lot of uh, fear that was really uh, brought lot of failures in our marriage life we had a real tough time in the beginning of our marriage and uh, we bringing up the children we had a challenging time and i lost my business i was doing a business and i lost the business so so many things i started to take it to my control and then i lost many things that is the time these two scriptures really helped me the fear one thing i understand from sams uh, let's read sams 56 verse 3 and 4 the fear and trust cannot go together if you if you are fearing you don't have a trust or maybe we can say when the level of fear what you have the level of uh, the trust will be reduced so let's read psalms 56 verse 3 and 4 when i when i am afraid i will trust you i will trust in you in god whose word i praise in god i trust i will not be afraid amen. what can mortal man do to me amen so this scripture really talks about when you are fear you are not trusting in god but when you put your trust on god automatically your fear runs away that is what i understood what happened so i i took the responsibility of taking care of my family into my hand thinking that i am the one to do it it leads me the the way completely i separate i i uh, took my family from god's hand that's a reason i was able i i, I was going through a lot of failures this scripture that's a reason i was worried about so many things this scripture really cleared me if i have a enough trust in god i don't need to fear for anything because he is greater than the fear comes because of my ever capability when i'm thinking about my capability my uh, experience my uh, uh, whatever the talent i have when i consider things are bigger than that i fear but when i f- uh, trust in god i don't fear because god is good enough to f- do anything in my life so that is what i understood another scripture james chapter 4 verse 6 uh, this is really helping me because when i keep on taking the responsibility from god to my hand i become prideful i think that i can do much better there was some point in time i was really worried about my family if i am not there who will take care of me my family who will take care of my wife who will take care of my kids i see lot of single mothers they are really struggling what if if something happened to me how my wife will be feeling how my children will be brought up so this kind of a worry i had but this scripture really helped me james chapter 4 verse 6 but he gives us more grace that is why scripture says god opposes the proud but god but gives grace to the humble when i think that uh, this way when i am there i can take care of my family well enough if i am not there they will be in struggling that means i am the one taking the responsibility for my family i am the one thinking that can give the better life i i completely forget god other side so this scripture is really pointed me saying that when i take the ownership for my family of course i need to do my responsibility as a father as a husband there is no doubt about it but completely taking the responsibility if i am the only can give a better life to them then i become prideful if i am prideful definitely god will not let, let me alone so he will teach a lesson that is how 
another failure whatever we seen in our life it was really given a great lesson to us so these two things really important if you wanted to enjoy a christian life first we need to understand we need to rejoice in the lord not on the worldly thing even if you check uh, now whatever the worries you have whatever the the fear you have it will not belongs to the salvation uh, thing it will be like uh, what i am going to do uh, in the future what i am going to buy a things for uh, my family how my children going to grow are, are they going to be uh, disciplined enough so these kind of a thing only we will be worried about but it is not a salvation issue so when you think that there's these are the things really taking us away from our happiness so we need to put our trust in god when we completely trust in god and then we can also say like paul i don't worry what happens around me whether covid or any other uh, situation going to come in my life definitely i'm i'm not going to worry about it that's what happened end of 2003 i still i remember god really helped me to understand what is rejoice in lot i i'm not saying that after that i haven't faced any failure i have not gone through the tough situation we have gone through a lot of situation but i i learned to be happy in all the situation because i want i i learned how to rejoice in the lord and also i put my trust in god that drives my fear away and then the, the second point is how can be effective in our responsibility so we know that we have already told that uh, the, these are the two our responsibility serving the needy or helping one another and the another one is save the lost i'm sure the serving the needy so uh yeah so saving the serving the needy uh, we have already do, doing well and even the beginning of this year uh, we were trying to support uh, hope delhi and the school in nepal uh, more than the targeted church or uh, given uh, generously I, i i don't wanted to go in deep that so but i wanted to touch base saving the lost so maybe this time we need to uh, more aggressive in saving the lost we see the the lot of things are happening around us last 3 months uk alone last 46000 more than 46000 people and the overall the world we see so many people are dying and the, why we are not effective why we are not able to save those uh, lost people i i like to share some incident uh, in my life how i how i learned to be responsible i mean i have effective responsible person for christ so first thing i mean the one point we already covered the trusting in lord it's very very important if you wanted to be effective in your responsibility whatever the role you are holding if you wanted to be effective trusting in god is very important and the second thing is relying on god it's very very important because most of the time why we think that uh, these are huge in front of our eyes because we calculate everything based on our ability our strength even this covid situation if god wanted to change he can change it in a day but we we learn to live our life okay maybe it can go on till september it can go till december yeah how we can how, how we can live a life to manage it so we are 
thinking in our terminology we are thinking our understanding that is the reason we are not able to imagine bigger things in our life so let's read uh, psalm chapter 118 verse 8 why we not why we should not uh, depend on ourselves or any human strength it is better to take refuge in the lord than to trust in man amen so let's read uh, proverbs verse 3 chapter 3 verse 5 as well trust in the lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding amen so here it clearly says that we are not supposed to trust in our own ability of course whatever the talent we have we have to use it for god but relying on our own strength will not give will not make us effective in our responsibility at the same time it says we are not we are not supposed to trust in others uh, strength like someone will come and uh, uh make the changes i'm not the right person so if you keep on relying on people and our understanding we have become ineffective but god is really good enough to bless us so when it comes to trust i wanted to show a picture i mean uh this picture shows the person is uh, riding the bicycle i am not sure is a rope or thing but uh, i have been taught a story when i was young uh, the man was trying to cross two uh, between two hills uh, i don't have the similar picture but just to keep in mind how it would, uh, how it would have been when he was crossing the uh, hill between uh, between the hill via the rope just giving this pic, uh, image to uh, imagine the way so what happened so everybody was standing when the person was started saying like i wanted to cross this um, uh hill from this i wanted to go to uh, the other side of the hill from this rope everybody was shouting no no don't do that you because it was a deep valley if you fall down you will lose a life but forcefully the man started to uh, go by bicycle and cross the other side of the hill and everybody started shouting and again he came back from the other side other side to this side and everybody was so happily welcoming him and then second time he said i'm going to, i'm not going to go go alone this time i'm going to take a baggage with me so and then some people said yeah you can do it another people said no you you are taking a risk but uh, forcefully this man took the baggage and he crossed from one hill to other hill and then everybody was so happy because he was uh, safely crossed and then he came from other side to this side as well then third time again he asked i am I'm, i'm going to i'm going to go once again on this rope will i able to make it and everybody was every crowd was shouting yeah yeah you can make it no worry you will be able to do but then uh, then the man said but instead of the baggage i'm going to take any one of you from here then there was a pin rough silent no one was willing to go with him though he proved four times crossing the hill by the rope but and even the people are believed him he can make it even many more times but no one willing to go with him this is 
this story i i mean uh, i i learned maybe i was a uh, 12 years old when i was going to the uh, sunday school in a traditional church the teacher taught me i'm not sure whether it is a real story or just to teach the trust she taught the story but the concept is more or less similar to our christian life so what we what we trust by word by action very important even in this crowd we ask like how many of you believe in god how many of you think that god can completely clean the corona in next uh, two days everybody will say yeah god can do that why we need to two days even in a single word he can clean it but will it happen now i don't know how many of you say yes at the same thing in our personal life also sometimes we think god has given lo- so, so many promises yeah god can do nothing is impossible for him but will he able to take care of my family that time we really doubt will he able will he able to change the the tough situation what i'm going through now it's a question so so many times our trust like uh, in a shallow level when it comes when it comes to answering the question so we are say yes but when you wanted to practice we hesitate to do that so that is what uh, we are going to see even today God, whatever the miracle we seen in the bible the same god we are worshiping today he is powerful enough then what is stopping him that's what we are going to see in the scripture isaiah chapter 59 verse 1 surely the arm of the lord is not too short to save nor is ear too dull to hear amen so god is powerful even in the old testament in the new testament even in today's in our life but how he can be effective that that is with us how we wanted to use god in our life that is with us so let's see one example i have given two example but uh, maybe for the time so we we go through only one example see how it is happened number chapters 11 verse 18 18 to 22 you can read from the read from the last part yeah now the lord will now the lord will give you meat and you will eat it you will not eat it for just one day or two days or 5 10 or 20 days but for a whole month until it comes out of your nostrils and your and you loathe it because you have rejected the lord who's among you and have wailed before him saying why did we ever leave egypt but moses said here i am among 600000 men on foot and you say i will give them meat to eat for a whole month would they have enough if flocks and herds were slaughtered for them would they have enough if all the fish in the sea were caught for them amen so here this story is well known to us god is clearly saying moses uh, you go and prepare the people definitely you i will give you the meat and he is saying that i will not give for a day or a two or three days five days 10 days 20 days but month the entire month you are going to eat the meat and and you will you will able to enjoy it until you say enough i'm going to give you the meat but when when moses was hearing from god his response was completely different what he is saying 
how 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 many uh, animals i can bring it to make this happen where, where uh, even the whole uh, uh, species from the sea if i brought them also it will not be sufficient because i have lakhs of people with me so he started to explaining the similar way it's similar things happening in uh, the new testaments as well john uh, chapter 6 verse 5 and 7 we don't need to read again this is talking about uh, jesus saying to the disciple um you go and prepare the people we want we wanted to give them a food give them a food but they saying how can i give, how can we give food to all of them even if i buy 200 whatever the amount they saying it will not be sufficient even they saying it will not be enough for a bit for each one that is how when we when we whenever god promised to promise bigger thing to us we started to explain to him imagine Uh, Rudy, we all know that Rudy is a, a, a the successful dentist, and his younger son is coming and asking him, and he is saying that I have some uh, toothache, uh, finding difficulty, and uh, Rudy is suggesting, okay, no problem. If this is not, he checked it and he said, no problem. It will be resolved in five days. You every morning you come to me, I will give some medicine. It will be clean, and then he started asking. He he knows that his dad is a successful dentist, and he he healed lot of people. and he seen it he witnessed it but said then then he saying how come daddy one week i i will able to uh, you will able to heal my uh, pain so if you keep asking it does it make sense that's the same way the god who promised us he is not the normal person he is the creator of the universe he has proved many times anything is possible by him but only thing is whenever he given a bigger task we started asking we started to explaining to him what how it is possible how this will happen how god how god can clean entire uh, the world out of the corona how it is possible how we can, within a week we can clean how we can bring we have a desire to bring lord hundreds of desire people to the church how it will happen it happened on peter's days I I heard I heard he baptized three thousand people in a day, but is it possible now? So these kind of a question, these kind of explanation, we are keep giving to God. That is the reason we are not able to see God's blessing. The even one of the incident happened in my life. So I came from a Hindu background. There are lot of difficulty when I got baptized. When when I wanted to get married in the church, I had lot of difficulty. Uh, I I literally. Uh, i never thought that my family will change but my i'm i'm grateful to my wife she always pray for my family specifically they wanted to know god they somehow they need to uh, they need to uh, know christ i i love them i i i'm i'm giving them lot of good things but uh, when it comes to comes to uh, believe they will become a christian it is very hard for me to accept i know how cruel they are when one i remember one of them my younger brother Uh, when they had a, a vocational bible school he went with along with his friends and he 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 broke all the speakers mics and the he bet the people over them uh, because they were teaching the uh, children about christ so i came from such a background i know that uh, uh, i love them i i want them to know christ but when i when i wanted to believe they will change one day it's very hard but my wife she keep on praying and 3 uh, years back my eldest is the son younger son he 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 got baptized and through him my 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 sister 
three uh, two years back she got baptized and uh, six months before another son got baptized i see three people got baptized and no christ the family i fear about it they have got I and mean, my elder brother is keep on and one or the other meeting is going and keep learning another incident i can say one of my friend we know him uh, almost more than 20 years so he used to come to the church almost 10 more than 10 years he come only occasionally like uh, christmas new year carnival uh, church sports day some special special event only he will come so he because he also come from the traditional hindu background and his father is uh, quite popular in the society he, he knows that i'm doing right he knows that we all go to the church all thing but when him when it comes to accepting uh, for him to it accepting christ is very difficult because he was fear about the family and uh, he, but he used to keep on coming we used to pray for him and then uh, uh, 4 years back i think today is is baptism day so 4 years back i got a, when i was in switzerland i got a, a call from him surprisingly so one two the two three weeks before he called me and uh, he said people are asking me to study the bible but you know how my life is I, i'm responsible i am the elder son my younger sisters and a brother as well if i can get converted there will be more a lot of uh, problem at family and uh, uh, getting um, our uh, sister and brothers married is very difficult so this is what happening i told like okay no problem you go and read uh, you study learning is nothing wrong in learning but whenever you feel you wanted to change you take a decision but uh, until that you can learn so you was keep on studying the bible and then one day i got a call and saying that uh, today uh, me and my wife going to get baptized it was shock for me the the continuous prayer really helped and then the some brothers initiated and they studied the bible the continuous prayer and the small effort turned lot of souls to god even today god is willing to bless us with lot of souls we don't want to see innocent people are dying outside even we know that the the stabbing happened in reading i i i i i read about this person he was uh, mentally ill but quite some time he was okay and um, even one of the ch- uh, prayer group uh, he was part of it and he was going through it he was supporting uh, the children uh, orphanage people and then old age people he was good enough and then uh, then and then he was getting into the the mental illness some people misused him again uh, so uh, then he has to go back to the jail and there he got uh, again went back to the original stage and when we all heard what happened when he come out of the jail so these people can they can be saved if that man would have been in the right place if the man would have been uh, led it in a right way so god has given so many responsibility outside the church and inside the church so we have a lot of desire we wanted to see our church is growing in number we wanted to see similar age group of people to come to the church to play with our children to engage with our children our single brothers and sisters need to get married we need people we wanted to save lot of people we wanted to see glory uh, glorious event in our church as well like how it happens in peter's life but the only thing is when we ask god he will give it to us his hand is not shut his uh, ears is not shut even if you pray now that's another thing i learned in my life how much we pray that the prayer is the only thing can move god's hand to work 
i really uh, learned this thing like how uh, we are not uh, god is not stopping us when he wanted to do a sin the similar way he will not bless you until we ask that i learned that is the re- uh, re- reason matthew 7 7 is given in our life whatever we need whatever we want whatever we see whatever we wanted to see in this world we need to ask god continuously until we ask god will not give it to us that's the only way people who are able to be successful in the in 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 the bible and the and the people who live in this earth who believe in god so the prayer is the magic stick for us how much we are using it that much god is going to work in our life so uh, even this time we are going to participate in the communion and uh, my before that my wife will pray but i want you to imagine i wanted to uh, uh, think about christ pain how much god has suffered to save us will that not to be shared to others if you and me would have been would have not been saved how our our life would have been i am sure i would have ended up, I, i could have been worse than the person who stamping the stabbing these people i was cruel in the my young age i was a disobedient child i was not good enough for anything just because of god chosen me he saved me through many people he taught me the right thing i could able to stand where i am today that the same way it's our responsibility to reach out the last and we need to build the, the stronger church for the generation up to come yet to come so please keep all the scriptures in your mind and understand what god has called us to do and let's let's surrender ourselves to god and ask for his strength and ask for his blessing so that we all can be effective in our responsibility we can we all can enjoy our fullness in god thank you let's my wife will pray for uh, communion let's all pray dear god heavenly father thank you so much god for giving this a wonderful day father god father god uh, god and when we sleep god you know we have a hope that we'll wake up the next day god but god it is you father god who waking us up each and every day father god we want to praise you father god father even at this time father god god you know we are god uh, looking up to you father god father looking up to the cross god the love you know that shows your love father god the cross shows the love of you that how much god you loved us so deep god father god not withholding your son withholding a son with you father god but you gave for us god for the atonement of sin father god we really want to praise you for your love father god father god and even the son father god god for for our sake father god he came to the world and he shed the every drop of his blood father god god we really want to praise you for your sacrifice on the cross father god god you know even the scripture says father god you know for the message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing but to us who are being saved it is the power of god yes god father god you know we believe that cross is the power of 
you know that that cause that god father god you know uh, tells us lot of uh, things father god to love to forgive god you know that is the major thing in the world father god you know it, it teaches different thing father god father nowadays we see we hear lot of things father god in the world that's so disturbing father god loving is difficult forgiving is difficult god father god but in you father god you know we learn how to love god even to the point of death god and even you teach us god you know uh, countlessly god we need to forgive others father god father with you god there is peace with you there is joy god we come before you god you know uh, you know please father god father help this world the whole world god could see you acknowledge you god that you are the true god that you are the true messiah father god father god and at this time god you know as we are going to take part in the communion father god we remember you god for all the pain god father god you suffered god and help us father god father you know to uh, you know have this this in our heart father god in each and every single day father god god we can be more grateful to you father god for your blood father god bless each and every one of us god leaders and guiders in jesus name we pray amen amen